morning, guys. This is um, two guys, one mic. I mean, and you we have a guest. Born for your ears, Gareth. It's on you for changing our our thing. You, ladies and gentlemen, you can see how excited okay, Wait, let, Retake it, retake it. Okay, I'll do it again. <laughs> Welcome, guys. This is two guys, one Bringing mic. Bringing you that porn for your ears. And we got a we got a guest yeah. a guest on today. His name is Andrew Smith. Welcome, Andrew. Andrew you can plug in some of your um, socials yeah. if you'd like. Um, yes, I have a podcast as well called Success with Smitty. It's all about like mindset and becoming the best version of yourself. So, if you guys are into that, definitely check it out. And then um, nice. you can find me on Instagram as well at either Andrew M Smith Nine or Success with Smitty. So either one of those. That's awesome. So, guys, Andrew and I have actually go back about four years. Actually, no, five years now. Damn. Because of um, college. We both met at Union College, Kentucky. We both swam together. I've seen this guy grow. He's seen me grow. And now we're both on track for podcasts and business ventures. And this pod's going to be a big, nice Juicy one because that's Josh's favorite word right now. It's the worst. <laughs> Gareth needs to update his vocabulary. Like juicy just sounds Lumptuous. like a stripper's name that I wouldn't allow to give me a lap dance. Like... <laughs> but anyway, the question of the week, we have to get to this. Are you a rug muncher? Do you eat out the coochie? That is our question for this week. So we're going to let our guest uh, start first. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can answer that. <laughs> you, you, can, you can always just plead the fifth and just leave it as that. Yeah, yeah I'll plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Gary? Oh, you know we're the, we're the cookie munchers of South Africa, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah, 100%, <laughs> bro. Remember when that was my nickname, the cookie monster? Like, Cookie I wouldn't monster. have sex. I would just eat uh, eat out ladies. It was pretty much all <laughs> I was good at. I, don't, I still don't know how to have sex. We mentioned this. The other it's still the only thing you're good at. Bro, I, I don't even know where it is. The clit. I don't know where it is, bro. So I just kind of <laughs> hope for the best and I dive in there like a swimmer. <laughs> and guys if you heard that question you can tell us if you're a cookie muncher or not yeah but andrew so tell us a bit about yourself i can i know a bit about you tell josh about you because he i think this and is our the audience first time you guys have oh he's young man he's only not look at him he's 18 yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah tell us a bit about yourself starting with um your swimming because that's obviously the first Firstly, how I met you and what you're up to now. Yeah, so I started swimming in high school, and to be honest, swimming kind of found me. Like I, I originally was playing uh, soccer and basketball, and then I didn't make either of the teams when I went to, to um, high school. And I was like, "What the heck?" And then my this actually is just this random kid in my math class was like, "Hey, bro, we're starting a swim team. Like, you want to join?" And I was like, "Sure, I love like playing in the pool. You know, I thought we were just gonna have fun in the pool. I didn't know I'd be swimming laps." And then next thing you know, like I, I jumped in the pool and. They have me swimming laps and I can barely make it across. I'm like half drowning. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude. But I, I enjoyed the challenge. And so I showed up the next day and I just kept showing up. And if anyone knows anything about swimming who's listening, my first 50 freestyle time was only a minute and 20 seconds, which is like probably eight-year-olds go slower, like faster than that, to be honest. It was so slow. And I was 14. <laughs> it was terrible. My coach said it's like the slowest uh, 50 free he'd ever seen. 
<laughs> and then, oh, uh, yeah, I just trained my, my butt off in uh, high school and ended up dropping down to about 22 seconds and um, ended up getting two school records for my um, high school. And then, obviously, I, I got Let's to college. Go. And, um, nice. yeah, that's where I met Gareth at, which was exciting. <laughs> Me and Gareth had some pretty fun adventures. <laughs> and, yeah, continued to train hard in college. And I, I didn't get any school records. And Actually, no, I think I'm in a relay school record for our um, – college and i just missed two of the individual ones um my last year but yeah now i'm actually moved to california here to continue training my swimming with a really really good coach out here he is um he was the old head coach for usc and so he's like really really good um and Dang. yeah we're, we'll see um, where it takes me damn so, well done bro i'm interested actually as well with the swimming that you've because like a lot of us now have finished college and a lot of us, I think you're the only one in our class that is, um, that's uh, continued with the swimming. So how's that? How I know you did a sports, um, what was her name again? The, your most recent um, pod, pod that you, episode you did, what's her name? Oh, um, uh, with, um, what's her, gosh, I'm drawing a blank. It's something, uh, Mueller, um, what's her name? Yeah, I'm Megan, pulling it Megan. up right now. Megan Ruta. Megan yeah. Ruta. Yeah. So I found it really interesting because you guys were going on to the whole um, sports after college. How I know I listened to your review of it and stuff, but for our listeners, how have you found yourself with sport after college? Yeah, so at first, um, I didn't know if I was going to continue my swimming when college ended. I was kind of just. So I actually, I reached out to, uh, I guess, a mentor in the swimming world and told her, like, hey, I don't really know what to do, like, if I want to continue or if I just want to, like, I, I just don't know what I want to do with my life because I didn't, thinking about, like, Olympic trials or the Olympics, it didn't excite me. Like, it did trying to be a national champion for um, our college and stuff like that. And so I, I just didn't have that same fire and passion towards, like, the Olympic trials and stuff. And so I reached out to her and, and I was like, hey, um, like, I don't know what to do right now. I told her the situation and what I was feeling, and she just said, hey, you know, swimming will always be there for you. Like, you can always come back to it, but just try everything, you know, have fun. Um, try to figure out, like, maybe swimming's not mm -hmm. for you, maybe it is. But if it is, you know, you can always come back to it. And so I, I took her advice, and I took 10 months off, actually. And the last two months is when I'd gotten back into it, and I, I tried to figure out my life and the swimming. You know, I kept having swimming dreams and, like, the itch, you know. I just like, oh, I just want to be back in the water. I want to compete. And so, yeah, yeah. now I'm, yeah, like I'm, I said, I'm in California and uh, definitely, uh, I don't know, it's exciting and a little bit scary because I have some big goals with it, but like I said, we'll just kind of see where it takes me. Oh, you have to, you have to have those big goals though. And I think just the fact of like that, dedi not dedication, but that itch to get back in where you've missed it. And then now you've got that itch. It's like almost, I would say like borderline addiction to it, where it's like, Oh, I need to get back in the water. You know, I need to, even if you, you fucking playing Marco Polo in the water or whatever, it's still that like get back in and do it. And that's always commendable, just dedication. Mm -hmm. from people nowadays i think most people don't can't even find anything to even wake up it's like oh, i don't want to wake up let alone get in the pool mm -hmm. and swim so right definitely commendable yeah thank you yeah when Kelly do you stay? oh um ask. it's in irvine it's like kind oh. of in it's about 45 minutes south of la 
Okay. Okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, um, I, I think like what you said about having like, a reason to get out of bed is so important, you know, like having a strong why, yeah, sure. <clears throat> because I mean, I mean, that's what we live our life for is to, you know, try to discover our purpose and like who we are and like also who we can become. Yeah, a hundred percent. Josh is my reason to get out of bed every day. <laughs> I'm your reason. Yeah. Damn. My reason is You guys are my reason Germans. today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, you said you're on a you have an uh you have a day off from swimming today. Yeah, today right? I had a little sleep and that's why I was a little bit late getting back to you. <laughs> Oh no, that's perfect, man. We also on a different time time schedule, which is interesting. Um, Josh is six hours ahead; you're three hours behind. So Wait, so means, everyone's on a different time schedule, right? Yeah, now. that's crazy. So Josh is yeah. like nine hours ahead of me, I guess. Damn. Okay. Yeah, because you're on the west coast. Josh is in the future right now. <laughs> so so right Gareth, you're ahead. on the east coast, right? Yeah, uh, more yeah, or I'm less. like more south, like southeast. Okay. Are you anywhere close to Florida? Yeah, I'm about a two-hour drive from Jacksonville, Florida. Damn. I think Florida. I can go though. gamble over there. Like <laughs> just seeing, just seeing how people are. Like the, you always get like news reports and it's like Florida man, and I'm like, how many men are called Florida man? <laughs> like it's just some crazy. Like uh, Josh, crazy I got some. I got some more crazy news for you. Actually, what? tell and tell me. I Garrett. think Andrew, you you'll find it interesting as well. Have you heard of the Murdoch's? The what? The Murdoch's, the Murders, or Mur Murdochs, the Murdochs. Actually, that sounds familiar. The, it's a family of, the family. Oh, the daddy called, killed them a, or something. Is it that one? Yeah, he just, he just got, um, he bro, just got, bro. he just got found guilty. Bro, they found so, him, uh, I saw this, they found him guilty in less than six hours. And if you look at his face, like, you know what? There's all these people like, are oh, the 10 Bundy tapes or whatever. And you like, there's some people that you can just see in their eyes, like they're fucked. There's absolutely like, they're, they're horrendous people. Like they got shady, like just shady eyes. You know what I mean? And if you look so at Andrew, him, you, he's have you heard not of up for it. Like how, how can you kill your family, bro? On a hunting holiday, like. That's so dick, bro. That's like giving your child Christmas presents and being like, surprise, bam. Like, come on, man. Like, shame. <laughs> surprise, bam. Yeah. Damn, man. Damn. <laughs> Sorry, as I said, Andrew, we kind of go on tangents all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So you're welcome we, to we like jump in. <laughs> Just jump yeah. in and say whatever yeah, you yeah, want to say. But. This is a so, free for all podcast. We rarely just talk a bunch of um, crap. That's the only word for it. And people listen. So why not? <laughs> uh, well, by the way, so your Gareth mentioned your podcast is like a um, motivational sort of thing, right? Am I, am I right on that? Yeah, it's like uh, motivation slash more mindset based. Um, and like, I, yeah, okay. like I was saying, it's all about like trying to reach your highest potential and Originally, I was kind of interviewing like anybody who's at, um, who's doing like really well in their industry, but I've recently switched it off to more like professional athletes. I feel like is more kind of what my niche is going to be. Mm. So that's kind of the okay. um, area I'm, I'm at right now with it. Oh, for sure. I, mean, uh, yeah, I like that so. because I've been listening to a few from the beginning and then like, yeah, you had a few different people and then yeah, I've noticed you've been staying in the sports mm -hmm. realm a lot. Yeah. 
that's been really cool. It to worked see. out really well um, because, like, well, I mean, obviously, like my background's in swimming and stuff, and that's like a lot of where my network was. But and and actually, at first, I was like, man, I'm trying to get out of the swimming world. Like, I don't want to be just a swimming podcast. Um, but then eventually, I was like, you know what? There's nothing wrong with like having a bunch of swimmers on, or like also like from other sports and things like that. I was like, I feel like sports. Um, I have like the best network with it. And it's also going to help me as well, like in my swimming in the pool, you know, with like little tricks and tips here, there I might take from other sports or other people and stuff. So I was like, I want to use everything that I can to try to hit my goals with it. So that's why my podcast, it's only helping when I interview athletes and stuff. So, Yeah, for sure. And it also helps other people, like, like you said, like, or, and both of us said earlier, just, I think people don't have a reason in a way to get up anymore. So they're just kind of like defaulting like schlumpfers, which is like German for Smurfs, but it just sounds so good. So it's like, they kind of are like, they're just, there's no like oomph in people anymore in the general, uh, obviously general broad sense. I'm not saying individuals cause they are amazing individuals, AKA daddy Elon. Um, but besides <laughs> that, like, there's not many, I feel like people just don't have drive anymore. It's like, even, even if your drive is to be a TikTok influencer or Instagram influencer, I support that. At least you're getting up and doing all these things. Like it's better than sitting on your phone and watching it and doing nothing right. and going to like, at least, like you said, try find a purpose in something. Just something, even if it's knitting. Cool. You knit the, the biggest, the baddest beanies out there, and that's still something. And I think so many people, there's just too much information kind of nowadays where it's like everything, the whole world is literally on your cell phone. There's nothing you can't do with your cell phone. So you've got all this information and it's no longer like streamlined, like, oh, I'm going to be an engineer. I'm going to be a doctor. Like, that whole era of schooling of this is what you should be. This is what you shouldn't be. Now it's just kind of like, you can be anything and it's like, Oh shit. Okay. So what, what do I actually do now? You know what I mean? Which is, it's quite tough. It's quite tough nowadays. Yeah. Do you have thoughts on that, Andrew? I mean, he said it pretty well, to be honest. I, I don't really know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of hit the nail. <laughs> I have to be honest. Like, I, that <laughs> was really well like, defined. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You hear, hear of Kendrick Lamar spitting bars, and here's Josh, <laughs> Josh Bornhart is spitting, spitting philosophy out there. Yo, bro. I like facts, it. I like though. it. When I was in China, the, <laughs> the, the monks, I used to go to this Buddhist temple, which was like an hour and a half drive outside of my city. And I swear to God, it's the only place where I drank Baijiu, which is rice wine. It's like 58% up, just pure rice alcohol. Like it's pure alcohol and I could not get drunk. I don't know what the hell it was. I'm not into the whole like feng shui, align your chakras bullshit, but somehow it was the only place I couldn't get drunk and they were like, and I would, but I would talk shit. Like I love talking shit. It's just, it's, it's one of my hobbies. I wouldn't say I'm the best at it, but like, yeah, I was actually Gareth, bro. I was thinking of maybe joining a political party in Germany. 
Because, I mean, who's the biggest <laughs> shit talkers in the world? Politicians. Why not? Imagine I'm Chancellor of Germany, bro. I think that would be great. Uh, I think Germany would go through a recession. I think Germany would go through a recession with you in charge. No, they wouldn't. Bro, then I'm not going to give you diplomatic immunity, bitch. Hey, it's just, will be sex, drugs, and magic. It already is. Go to Berlin. That's all they do. That's literally all they do. I'll say more for you over there, but if it's because uh, then you just control the webcast. Why, why do you think I'm I'm in a small like town? I'm not even <laughs> in a city. I'm like an hour away from Dresden, which is like the capital of my state. Um, and it's yeah, Dresden's a, it's like where they uh, burglarize some place and still like. 40 million euros worth of jewelry from like the 13th century. They found it though. Mm. They were on strikes. It's like, it's the far right, the so-called neo-Nazis and shit. So I'm just like in a town and I'm like, okay, I don't like the big cities. I don't want to be involved. Also rent's super expensive. Like I don't want to waste money on a small cubicle apartment when I don't have to, Fair but enough. yeah. So, but like, I get that. I get that. So Andrew, as we were saying about your, um, podcaster, how do you, so I know you look at, um, people in the sports industry to interview, but how, if you don't mind, how do you go about, do you, about getting them to get onto your, onto your podcast? If you don't mind, yeah. how, how, what's your process? What's your process of elimination? How do you get it? How do you approach and them? All that. So to be honest, it's been a lot of networking. One question that I like to ask, like after each podcast, is something like, uh, like the hardest part for me about running a podcast is getting like really awesome guests with like a really um, awesome mindset or like a killer mindset. And I was just wondering if you knew anyone who you thought would be a good fit for the podcast who has that really awesome mentality. And a lot of times they know at least somebody, and then they'll usually put me like in a three-way group text with them or something. Or maybe if I have somebody in mind that I know they're connected to. I'll be like, hey, um, I know you're friends with so-and-so. Um, would you be open to connecting or like, do you think they'd be open to being on the podcast or something like that? And most of the time, you know, as long as you've made a really good impression, um, which I, I do my best to try to make the like a good impression whenever I, I meet people and stuff, um, that usually everyone's sure. pretty open to it. And, and yeah, I mean, that, that's where actually I'll, I'll kind of tell you the path of my podcast really quick. So I, I started out. Um, I think it was like my fourth episode was with a lady here in uh, California named Melanie. And then she connected me with another um, swimmer who was like, in a, like went to like three or four Olympic trials named Carrie. Um, and then I had Carrie who connected me with another professional swimmer named Gabby. Gabby connected me with another, with her sister's a professional swimmer named Allie. And also another um, swimmer named Grant, who is like a D1 swimmer at ASU. And he's, probably going to win like the 200 free and be a national champion for um, college. He oh, was like a 130.2, I think is his best in the 200 free. So it's really fast. Um, and the record's like 129 Jesus. something. So he, he's pretty close to the record. And then he connected me with um, another swimmer on his team named uh, Julian, who's also a fantastic swimmer. Um, he's a distance swimmer. He goes like 412 or something in the 500. Um, so Zach, if you're listening, that's like 22 seconds faster than you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Get up your game, Zach. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, 
Zach's like, oh. um, I think yeah, Zach's he, at he Nationals actually, right now. And then, and then uh, yeah, then uh, Julian is connecting it? you with a professional golfer and the professional golfer um, connecting you with a uh, um, track um, D1 track player. So and every like I, it's the same process, you know, like I was saying, every time I finish the podcast with someone, I always have some questions after that I ask them about connecting with like certain people. And then also I always ask like what some of their goals are and if there's anything I can do to support them. Because last thing I want to do, you know, is just try to like take, take, take and not, you know, give anything back. Um, so mm. I always want to see if there's anything I can do um, to add value to them or if they want to connect with somebody that I may have interviewed or that I may know or something like that. that that's been really helpful for me. Damn, that's impressive. That's a, nice, yeah. that's a nice way to go. There's about not many people that give back either or at least ask or offer. I'm, I'm actually quite impressed. Like most people don't. They'll just, like you said, just, well, not you in particular, but most people... <clears throat> sorry just take 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 and it's like come on at least you being like okay so i'm taking a contact from you what do you need from me you know mm -hmm. what i mean and you know even if they i can see why you're friends gareth i can see why you're friends <laughs> and, and, you know, <laughs> even, even if they don't um need anything from you it's more just the fact that you offered like the intention of it that people really appreciate yeah, yeah for sure no, for definitely. sure that is the main thing is like um it was funny i watched a a video just because I'm trying to understand more about the podcast communities and stuff like that. And one thing some guy said was he had like a, a video that was like 50 tips in like 15 minutes and stuff. And one of the things is, is he's like, make every video provide value, not just take value. So that's a good way to look at, which I think is really cool to right. look at it. And you know, there, there's in different ways to add value. You know, it's not just like, adding value is not just mindset. Like you guys add value to your audience by entertaining them and like being funny and stuff like that. So there's different ways to do it. Um, like for me, it's my way of trying to add value is by helping people, you know, level up their mindsets or like hopefully maybe yeah. level up their habits in their life or things like that, you know? So there's different ways to go, um, to do it. Yeah, for sure. And we like add an educational sort of news education. We like a bootleg version of CNN, basically. <laughs> like, we'll give yeah, you we the funny news, satire. but it's real news. We right. tend to stay away from, like, the big topics of, like, the Ukraine war and stuff just mm -hmm. because to get all that... We do a lot of talk. Yeah, points. all the drama and baggage that comes with it, it's kind of like... it's. I'll let people decide their own things, you know, mm -hmm. but I mean, we will, we still, I think we're pretty educational, Gareth. Like we bring, a, yeah. un, like we we're educational and we throw our own opinion into it yeah, as well. For like sure. we, 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 and then we open up the, how we do it is we open up a discussion forum in a sense where it's like, we'll throw up, uh, here's an example. Like what's your thoughts, Andrew on Andrew Tate <laughs> I yeah. was thinking you're gonna bring and this up. whole imprisonment. No, stuff, I, so. uh, some people like may not like this, but I do. I love Andrew Tate. Do I think he's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I Thank do. you. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck yes. Now what's your thoughts on I, Greta? Yeah. Now what's your thoughts on Greta? Thunberg? Uh, I, yeah. of, I don't know really much about her. I just know her like based off of the whole thing with Andrew Tate, but I heard she got arrested. Yeah, he doesn't know about <laughs> it. <laughs> Are you speaking Greta about Thunberg. that bitch? Fuck. 
Uh, no, I didn't. Greta Thunberg <laughs> carried off or something from some protest, and she was just sitting there like emotionless or in, smiling or something like that. In Germany, bro. In <laughs> Germany. You know what? I'm just going to tell you now. Sorry for my friend. She's a dumb hoe whose mother <laughs> literally used her as like this little child's face. Go to school. Why are you talking to the UN? Who are you? Why are you here? And, oh, I'm Greta Thunberg. You're killing me. Oh, the polar bears. Fuck the polar bears, man. The ice caps are melting. Put them <laughs> in a zoo. We can't contain it. Let's worry about, like, the murders, the killings and shit. Be more like Top G doing push-ups in prison every day and still gain mm-hmm. ahead of the yeah, game. Yeah, legit. Oh, there's new, you know they've got surveillance tapes, uh, WhatsApp records. They've, they have no evidence on Andrew Tate. So all the haters out yeah, there no. that were like, oh, he's in Sad. a prostitution ring. No, he does. He did cam girls. Now he has an OnlyFans business. Oh, he's, um, what's it? What's people selling? Uh, like, how do you? Human trafficking. Human trafficking. Here we go. He was taking people across the border from Ukraine to Romania and smuggling them there from the war. There's facts on this. He was taking war victims and taking them to a safer country which they were allowed to do because most people did. I go to school with a bunch of Ukrainians. There's so many in Germany at the moment. Is that human trafficking? I guess it is, but it's not in the Jeffrey Epstein way. It's in a humanitarian way, (laughs) but I mean, whatever. So all the people, all his haters out there that came out, uh, like destiny, that blue head twit, um, coming out and going, Oh yeah, Andrew Tate's a misogynist. Okay, look, you don't have to like what anyone says, but it's his opinion. If you, like, we've spoken about this. If you have a democracy, I get your opinion, you, I and I have to listen to yours, and you have to listen to mine. I don't have to like it. I don't have to be like, oh, my goodness, he's he's totally wrong, so let me go and slander his name. Like, do you really have time for that? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's where this whole like passion things like go find your your purpose in life why are you why are you caring about some guy who's literally goes on and he antagonizes people and feminazis for this reason i mean they try to cancel him and he got more famous and i'm like okay canceling doesn't work yeah <clears throat> and yeah what's your th- what's your thoughts actually andrew on this whole like cancel culture at the moment do you think it's going too far? Do you think it's... Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think people are a lot more sensitive nowadays. I will say that. Because there's a YouTuber that I'm a big fan of. Uh, his name's Steve Will Do It. He, like part of the Nelk Boys. He, you guys might know him. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, like I'm a huge fan of him. And, and he's, he does so good like to everyone. You know, he's always buying people like cars, like giving away money, like helping families in need. Like he's gone to, I think, like Mexico. Cancun or like Mexico or something like that and given like taking people who are literally living like in a shack like just pieces of metal like stacked on top of each other to form like a little basically square that they yeah. could stay in and taking them and like paid for a whole year of them being in a hotel and giving them like a yep. million of dollars of their currency like pesos or whatever it is so I mean and then they yeah. canceled him because he posted or he had the link to this website that he would gamble on which they said you're allowed to, to have or to be on the website and stream it as long as you don't show the website. Like no one can actually find it if they really wanted to. But, so that's the thing. It just made no sense why he got canceled. But And also, you know, he didn't get his uh, million um, subscriber plaque. Like they, they, 
What? Like they, they chose that. Um, they can choose, I guess, who they give it to. And since the start, I guess they just didn't like Steve, and so they just never. They is never this gave on him YouTube? The million dollar plaque. Is this on that's YouTube? Bullshit, yeah, on YouTube. Like, yeah, that's why he went to Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they canceled him completely. And, that's where I'm actually. Listen, Josh, I was actually thinking we go to Rumble. Yeah, hundred percent. Shout out Rumble. Give us a deal. We here. We want to say things that I can't say on here because we'll get demonetized. Please shout out Rumble. Give us a. Give us a like. We'll talk about it in private. But I mean, give us a decent package, not a Andrew Tate or Steve's package. But I'm open to negotiations. Because um, yeah, man. Sorry for cutting your Andrew. No, yeah, sorry, Andrew. <laughs> no, no, you're good. I, actually, I, I kind of lost my train of thought where I was going with this. <laughs> ah. Ah, but you're going on about Steve culture. will do it, and then cancel culture. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? And how Steve got cancelled and didn't give him the million oh, dollar plaque. Yeah, yeah. So um, here's another thing: is that. So I, I was listening to one of the full sun podcasts with like Kyle and Steiny and like all those guys from the milk boys and, yeah, 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 and, yeah. and, and um, him, like, so Kyle and uh, you know, Bradley Martin as well. The... He's like this big, like gym bro guy, but he's like really good friends with the milk boys. Um, but he was even saying like in one of the podcast episodes that YouTube's like, Hey, you can't even have Steve like in your videos as like a main character and, and same for Kyle. Uh... And then even uh, Steve's girlfriend, Selena, she started a YouTube channel once he got canceled, and then they're like, "Yeah, you can't have him like actually in the video, really," which is kind of ridiculous. So, yeah, it's it's this it's this new age which I don't get because it's kind of like thirty years and down to maybe about twenty, so twenty to thirty year olds now that are coming out with this whole woke culture, like. And back when we were kids, I mean, it was rebellious to dye your hair, get a uh, earring piercing or something. Nowadays, like Tim Dillon said, um, he's a comedian, kind of Steve fat guy, but I, I love <laughs> Yeah, it's such good rants. Anyway, um, he said it's like now to sort of say like screw the establishments and all that you just become a born again christian because everyone's got blue hair and piercings and tattoos and like you know like that that's what you're gonna have to do or become a devout muslim or something because that's the only way to rebel in this day and age and it's like i get that everyone wants their opinions heard but you can't what I always see from uh, the West side, it's not the East, it's Africa. We don't, we hungry. We don't have time to care about this shit. Um, but like the West is just uh, like, Oh no, how dare you say that I'm not a male or I'm not a female, which is the big one now. Or like four years ago, like you canceled, you canceled was the big thing. And I'm like, we all grew up on South park and stuff like this. Like we grew up with the most out there, like super bad, the movie, super bad, like stuff like this. And now how I'd, I wonder where it turned. Like for me, 2016 was the last good year without any of this bullshit where you could kind of just say your opinion. Someone would be like, I don't like you for your opinion, say their opinion, have a few words. And that was it. Now it's like, like Steve will do it, gets canceled, gets put on to rumble because that's the only place he can go. Uh, Twitter before daddy Elon bought it out, canceled Donald Trump for the riot. He didn't say go riot. He, 
he said, "Go if you want to strike, that's what America's about is protecting your liberal values and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So go do what you have to do. But to take him off a platform, that's kind of dick. Like, that's not a democracy. You know what I mean? Um, France right now is also going through some hectic riots at the moment because of this whole values thing. And I'm like, where does, where does it end, guys? Where, or ladies, or whatever you identify as, non-binary, secret agents, whatever you are. I'm definitely, Gareth, I thought about it. I'm going to be a cockatoo. That's what I identify. <laughs> You you had one. It was a cockatiel. The cockatiels are like bigger, and I think they're white. Mine, yeah, yeah. mine... cockatiel with all the like, yeah. and it's got like the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we actually we named mine uh, Mo because it had, looks like it had a little mohawk. So we called him Mo. And uh, yeah, he had like little red cheeks. He's green and uh, gray, yeah. and and like you could if you put your finger like this, you'd be like step up, and he'd step up on your finger. You could put him on your shoulder. Yeah. Sometimes he'd sit on my head or something. But he pooped a lot, so he had to be. Kind Kind of careful you just drop it on you whenever you felt like it <laughs> yeah i had one and it's just it's like girls and their baggage nowadays <laughs> say again Gary. <laughs> so it's like girls and their baggage nowadays <laughs> no bro men come with so much more baggage it's just hidden actually like that's why I like Andrew Tate because he's trying to get men more masculine and more like mm-hmm. do your shit, get up, go do something, stop being a schlumpfer, like go do something, be something, be incredible, but don't just sit like even nine to fives. I get it if you have to work, but why? There's there's so many other things to do. Like Andrew's got his swimming, we've got our podcasts. There's business-minded people out there, and it's like, yes, this is what he's promoting, and then people downplay yeah. it. And I'm like, you also got to read between the lines or just listen to what he's saying and stop trying to make a narrative that doesn't exist. Andrew, I actually say I was bloody impressed with one of your reels. With the cold shower one? Uh, 325k views. <laughs> yeah, that one did pretty good. Man went, man went, man went viral, man. So tell me, how's that experience getting notifications Actually, like that? It was, it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> so whenever that happened, because I, I was actually working with this guy. Um, he was he's like an Instagram like expert, I guess, and I was working with him for a month. And, that, and actually, that was only like a week into it. Um, I had that really good, um, that really good reel for maybe two weeks, but. Yeah, it was funny because I posted it and then I was on the phone with my girlfriend. <laughs> We're actually kind of like in like a little disagreement or whatever. And like I'm talking, I just keep seeing like notifications blowing up my phone. I'm trying not to look so I don't want to think I'm not, you know, paying attention and being engaged and stuff. <laughs> and then uh, she's like, I think she saw me once. She's like, if you have something more important, like you can get back to whatever you need to do. I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's nothing. Like, it, like I, I can get back to you after we're done with our conversation. And, and then, um, so then, yeah, I keep seeing all these likes and then it stops for a little bit. And I was like, okay, I guess it probably got like maybe a couple thousand views. I guess, for, I mean, it's still good for me, I guess, at the time. And then uh, all of a sudden I see a little bit later, it's like your video got 500 likes. I'm like, what the frick? And then it's gone for a little bit and then goes, your video has a thousand likes. I was like, what the heck? And it just keeps like, cause it eventually got to the point where it wasn't showing every single like, it was just showing like 500 at a time. And then so it was like 1,000, 1,500, 2,000. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And then, then finally, like when I got off the phone, uh, I, 
I, I went on my uh, Instagram page and I saw, I was like, yo, what the heck? And I, I went to my brother, I'm like, dude, my video's got like 100,000 views. And, and then it just like kept growing. I'm like, dude, I'm famous. And I don't know, it was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, I, I was just kind of making a joke out of it. That's but, awesome. Uh, no, I mean, it, was, it was a cool experience because it gave me at least a taste of what it's like. Um, well, one, it showed me like what um, works in reels. So I know how to like better create reels that actually work. And um, yeah, because I've been making reels for a while and just like my style wasn't working at all. Like I was getting like 200 views per reel and it just sucked. And so, um, yeah, once I started working. Damn. That's what we're doing at the moment. And then once I worked with this guy, um, <laughs> it kind of helped me. He, he taught me a lot of things and, and he, like what I would do is I'd, I'd post a reel and then I'd be like, hey, like what should I fix? Like why didn't this do very well? And then he'd be like, hey, try like have a stronger hook next time or or um, maybe put like a call to action at the end or whatever the case is, something like that. And so that's what I um, just kept playing around with. And I mean, I haven't had another one go viral like that. Uh, I'm still trying, but I'm still trying to follow the same process and have like a stronger hook. I'm not working with them any, anymore. I just did it for a month to kind of learn, but I, I feel like I got the idea for the most part. And then also one thing that helped was what I did is I saw, so I was looking at stuff on like the Instagram, um, like hashtags and stuff like that. Like I were kind of in my niche. And I think I was looking at one for mindset and I was looking at all the reels that had like a hundred K um, views or more. And then I click on them and I, if they had like a lot less, let's say they have like 10,000 followers or something, but their reel had like a hundred thousand views or something. So stuff where it's like they had low followers, but like a ton of um, views, obviously something was working with that reel, um, like Instagram or people, the algorithm, whatever, like that reel. So what I did is I found this one guy he used the same, I used the same song as him. And then I used the same pretty much template as him where it showed like how long each clip should be. And then I just made it my own version. So like his topic was about like something completely different than mine, but I saw it did well. So I, I did like a similar thing to him, just a completely different topic. And then mine actually did better than his. I actually almost doubled what he got. So hey. <laughs> You're like, yo, motherfucker, I, I won. I, the song now. I don't know if it's number one, but I mean, it's definitely up there, I'm sure. Ah, it's still awesome, screw man. that in in our minds you're number one so don't worry about <laughs> it everyone else is irrelevant but do watch it <laughs> but yeah no yeah i saw that i was like i was like that's insane that's awesome man Hopefully I'll get a few more then uh <laughs> yeah for sure oh, as you said if you keep for i mean i've known you for a while and i know you got into the whole editing your videos you had the you you got the youtube channel and now you're onto podcast like you're pretty creative in that way. Wouldn't that have been kind of like um, inspiring to me? Because uh, when I saw you get onto the podcast, me and you were talking about podcasting and stuff during the college. And I was like, shit, if I told him if he started it, I'd start one too. And then that's how me and Josh ended up starting. I gave him a call and I was like, bro, let's do a podcast. And surprisingly, Josh was all about it. And no, like, very nice. No, no, no. You make it sound so boring. <laughs> basically, let me tell you the story. So basically what happened was we're doing a call, like a normal chat, like, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. What's up? What's up? Gareth and I's conversations will always be like cool, normal, like, you know, your boys when you chat shit and we'll chat shit. And then for the like next hour, it will be like, how are we making money? How are we doing this? How are we going to do something? And Gareth's like, bro, do you want to start a podcast with me? And I already wanted to start a podcast with another friend of mine back in Cape Town. 
but she she's so unreliable with timing and efficiency and i was like you know what if i wait for her i'm gonna wait my deathbed i'll still have a camera looking at me waiting for her to log in <laughs> like it's just not gonna happen <laughs> she's just too unreliable and like especially with content creators you have to be consistent definitely even if you're putting out a photo on instagram or something like that just something at least once a week just to be interactive mm -hmm. so gareth's like no man let's do our own one so he's like i'm on amazon right now i'm buying the equipment and i'm like what do you mean i was like <laughs> screw you bro now i have to buy it like that's so unfair i'm just arrived in germany and now you're making me buy all this crap so basically we bought all the laptops uh did a bit of research for like a day for the mic and the cameras and stuff and obviously it's the beginning so we'll slowly upgrade a day we spent like an hour researching it <laughs> yeah but bro <laughs> gareth screw you you just like yeah let's go let's go and it just happened man and that's it's the best just way like to do we it. do it now. that's the best way to do it just yeah. jump right in the deep end and figure it out as you go was about, yeah i was about to say that you just kind of have to do stuff like if you don't know what you're gonna do just take a jump a leap of faith just do something anything and i mean then if you know like oh no this isn't for me cool get like say if we didn't want to do our podcast stuff we'd probably sell our equipment and move on okay cut our losses it's it's literally life is that simple i don't know why people struggle with it mm -hmm. like just do something whatever you want to do if you want to become a pot plant or a little flower in a pot become that i mean you would probably get so many views on tiktok if you just <laughs> recorded yourself with a little flower thing just like swaying in the wind you can wear you a definitely suit. get you like the bushman scare pranks <laughs> yeah exactly <You're> a <laughs> suit. um like look how popular vines became the og vines yeah. from back in the day like that was just the randomest crap ever but it it works. So if people, any content creators or want to be content creators out there do want to um, try it, just go for it. Do whatever you want to do. You'll find, do, just post, just keep posting, be consistent and like, don't, don't screw around yourself in a way with your time and stuff. Just post anything you want. Find something, like you said, you found a video where you got over 300K for it. And now you're trying to follow a sort of pattern and uh, a focus on that. And that's, that's what you have to do. Find something that slaps. And as soon as people, you've got them hooked on a certain formula, you carry on with that formula. Then anything's possible, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, sorry, go I ahead. I have to say, no, I was like, uh, back onto your video. I mean, I have to say people that see your video now with like 300k views and they go to your profile they must be like oh this is insane <laughs> like you're talking about low followers because I, I was like and i saw that and then i saw days later i mean you shot up in followers yeah or I, I, I got uh, that's like really cool I to see I the like progress tripled in, almost tripled in followers like pretty close to it yeah. like i i think at the time when i posted i had like 112 <laughs> followers or something like that or 120 maybe and then by the end of it i had like 250 or 260 i think damn well done that's awesome man. yeah it, it was pretty exciting <laughs> yeah for sure and i i, I want to know though did you ever tell your girlfriend like after that call were you ever did you ever be like yeah so there was something super important <laughs> actually happening i mean <laughs> not i mean kind, I, I told her like what happened but i mean i wasn't like 
it wasn't anything that couldn't wait, you know, like the likes, the views, whatever, they're still going to be there and they're still going to keep growing. So I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't like in a rush to look at it, but it was also just kind of exciting because my first video that really, you know, blew up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely told her. You're, you're a better man than me. <laughs> but I gotta go, babe. I got comments to respond to. <laughs> Don't speak to me. I'm famous yeah. now. <laughs> the no, I'm me. no uh, fun fact, Josh, yeah. his girlfriend is actually mm-hmm. South African. Well done. Yeah, Where's she from? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Damn. Hey. Um, no, she's, hey, from, she's from uh, Johannesburg. <sighs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> But she loves Cape Town. So okay, we there we go. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, there's like a love-hate relationship in South Africa between Johannesburg, which is our capital, our capital's Pretoria. But Josie, as we say, Johannesburg is like the biggest city. And then Cape Town. And Cape Town's just known for slow, lazy lifestyle. It's kind of like... We work on African time. If you say I'm coming now, you're mm-hmm. going to be there in half an hour from when you say. If you're like, I'm coming now, now, you'll come maybe two days, three days later. It's just like, but in Joburg, it's just like fast life. Everything's like money, money, money. Let's go like hustle and bustle. So there's always been like a, a thing, a sort of like subliminal rivalry between Johannesburg and Cape Town where they like, yeah, Cape Town's beautiful, but you guys don't know how to do anything. And then we're like, yeah, but Joburg, you have all this like uh, smog and pollution and it's ugly, like, you know, so it's always been like that low-key rivalry. I was going to say, isn't uh, Cape Town like really pretty <laughs> compared to like Johannesburg? Oh, bro, you can't uh, compare. Cape Town's the most beautiful place. You, you yeah. legit There's no comparison in Cape, South Africa. It's, it's incomparable. Like a city with mine dumps inside of it that they call mountains, but they mine dumps mm. or a city where it's just coastline everywhere. Mm. It's kind of like, yeah, it's crystal blue sea. Yeah. We have like the same blue, like Clifton, bro. We have the Clifton beaches are like the see through, like the Bahamas sort of style Cancun style beaches. It's just flipping cold water. But I mean, if you're born there, you kind of used to yeah. it. So it's not really. But Cape Town's Cape Town's beautiful, but it's like a Venus flytrap. It just sucks you in, eats you alive. And yeah, a lot of friends we know just don't make it out doing the same crap. I guess it's like everywhere, but they're doing the same thing, going to the same dive bars, not really doing much. You know what I mean? Like there's no oomph for drive. Mm. There's very few of us. I mean, Gareth, how many of your friends or classmates that you went to school with got out? <laughs> you can count them on one hand. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I haven't spoken to anyone much just because it's, as Josh says, it's just like they get caught in some weird little rat race yeah. back home. But I mean, like, and I think you could relate to that. Like you got friends and stuff in your past and you want them to do better and go forward. And it's kind of not depressing, not sad, but it's just kind of disappointing when you see people like um, that, you know, could have gone or done a lot more. And they just in that same, they're either staying in the same clique of things or they just haven't been wanting to be put into an uncomfortable situation and moved. Like, I mean, Andrew, I can see with you, you put yourself into uncomfortable situations and it's cool to see that you grow through each thing. I mean, you're now in California, like just plopped in the middle of California, not like obviously you've been there before and stuff, but the first time like you went there, like not knowing. Yeah, I didn't know anyone. Um, 
Yeah, but you still took yeah, that so jump, like, right? Mm-hmm. You're still like, screw it, let's let's go, let's try it. And it's done, and it's done amazing with you. It's like what you're doing with the podcast right now, and then you and I, which if you don't mind me asking about, because I don't know how. It's not, I guess it's not really hush hush in it because you now wanted to do that fitness mm-hmm. business of yours, which um, I was interested in that. I've seen you post on that and that's been cool. Like seeing you just every day looking at different things and looking at different, and which I like is because it's different things that you're good at. It's not like just random things. It's things that you've either studied or either been involved in like the sports and stuff. And you're now <coughs> going into that whole fitness venture and it's been cool yeah, to see Yeah, thank that. you. Um, I, th- I think, yeah, with that, well, I guess kind of like a philosophy that I live my life by is like, I would rather at least give it a shot. And if I fail, like that's fine, but at least, you know, I, I did it. Like I would rather live with yeah. um, the pain of like not, it not working out or like failing, I guess, versus like the pain of regret. Cause I mean, regardless of if I fail or, or not, you know, if I fail, I'm okay with that. Especially, you know, like at this point in my life, I'm still young. If I fail, like I really don't have that much to lose. And at the end of the day, you know, I think that by failing, I'm actually gaining a lot, almost as much, if not more than mm. I am when I, if it does succeed, because it's just like the failures are what teach you, you need to be able to fail to, to win. You know, it's an important part of the winning process is learning how to fail. No, definitely. Oh, I like that. I like that little mm. philosophy. I do like that a lot. Um, I do have um, a question because we also gain, um Close to time. What are like three points of value you want to give to any listeners listening and or like at words of advice or value that you would like people to walk away in um, one meeting you here today and hopefully in the future them going towards your podcast, which we'll link and everything because I enjoy listening to yours. So I'm betting listening to yours as well. Yeah. <clears throat> um, one, I would say the first thing that came to my mind is do the things that scare you because a lot of times those are the things that you actually need to do. You know, like for example, me moving to California the first time and even the second time, like just coming back here, starting the podcast, like it's not like I just do it and I'm not, I don't feel like nervous or afraid, but you know, I do it um, one because it's going to push me out of my comfort zone. It's going to help me to grow. And because a lot of times the things we don't really enjoy doing or don't want to do are sometimes the things that we actually need to do to become better and to take ourselves to the next level. So uh, that would be one thing. I had another thing that just slipped my mind, if I can remember what it was. Um, let's see, what was I gonna say? This always happens. I don't know why this happens. Um, ah, it's old, man. Getting old, yeah, man. I know, it's old as 23. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. I'm trying to think of another good one. Um, Man, I'm really having a brain fart right now. Sheesh, when when I'm on the spot. Okay, (laughs) ask me another question, maybe. I'm sure it'll come back to me because I had another one. Okay. Do you like Cali? Do you like the state of Cali right now? Like, do you like being there compared to, wait, where where are you, what state are you originally from? Illinois. Okay, so compared to Illinois, like, how do you find Cali? Um... A lot better. <laughs> I really <laughs> like it here. Um, yeah, because Illinois is pretty cold. You know, it's not that I don't mind the cold that much, but it's more just the fact of like, there's no scenery at all, especially where I'm at. It's literally just wow. cornfields. It's flat. Sometimes you get lucky and get some soybeans, which is 
literally no better, but they just don't seem as often as corn. <laughs> but it's in the same fields. They just rotate it back and forth. Um, so, yeah, there's really not much in Illinois. But out here it's nice because I, I like the warmer weather. Um, I love the beach especially. And I, I just like the environment out here. You know, it's, it's really nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel good okay. when I'm out in Cali. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to explain or to describe, I guess. But, you know, it's just it just feels right. If that makes no, that's sense. awesome. You, no, find, sure. you found a home away sure. from home. That's good. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Know what I'm excited to teach you today, Andrew? Teach me. What, what are you teaching me? We're going to teach you on Goonie Call. What is it? Gareth, you're going to. Oh, in Goonie Call. That's how Goonie. we end off our videos. Okay, so the Nguni tribe is like a South African tribe from way back before colonization, when like black people migrated into South Africa. So they were called the Nguni, like there was the Nguni people and they still have Nguni cattle. So we made this thing back in high school, like we would do the Nguni call of calling the cattle, so-called cattle. And it just, it kind of pissed our teachers off. That's why we did it. <laughs> but you would hear Gareth and I, like, let, he would let one rip randomly from a classroom. Like, while it's, we in the middle of class, separate classes and stuff. And I would just hear it and we would start answering each other back and the whole school would just erupt in it. Yeah, everyone so was kind so of like that. was like claim to fame back in school. Was here. <laughs> so, really yeah, Andrew, you're going to put your head back. You got that loose bit of skin over there, right? How about the Adam's apple? Mm-hmm. And you're going to like tap right. your, like where you're like that. You just have to loosen it up. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're going to go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I, I saw that uh, clip that you did. I think Josh is doing it like that. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I'll, I just need to find my level. Ah. Uh, ah. <laughs> 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 I just don't have jellyfishing glasses. <laughs> the spotlight is all yours, Andrew. Oh, yeah, I gotta do it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. take us away. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> there we go. There we oh, go. Well, well guys, done. those two guys want Mike. I can't be too loud because uh, I'm actually uh, living with a 72 year old. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we know you like them old. So. <laughs> guys, True. guys, I'm going to call the last little part, but stay on because I can just stop the recording. But guys, yeah. this is two guys, one mic and our guest speaker, Andrew Smith. Again, thanks. he's... Um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Plug in, gonna I'm going to plug in his links and everything. And if, yeah. Andrew, you want to say anything else before I press stop on the recording, just let me know. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll leave, I'll leave with one more piece of advice is um, do – oh, Frank. Here I go choking again. I had it again. Okay. Um, be, yeah, just try to be, strive to become the best version of yourself. Do things that make you uncomfortable. And, you know, you never know, like, where, where life will take you when you put yourself in uncomfortable situations. And it's not about – like, in life, it's not about what you can get necessarily. It's about who you become. That's, that's what I'll leave it with. Yeah. So, thanks.